Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Tuesday, March the 24th, 2020, about mid-afternoon. Just wrapped up my own horrible lower body leg workout. Hopefully, you guys have been active today. If not, you still have time whenever and wherever you are listening to this. But I want to drop you all a quick podcast that I pulled out of the archives here that my homie Travis Merritt had sent me a long, long time ago here. And we're going to call it day-to-day habits, which I think obviously in the landscape of how we're all rolling right now, this can be helpful to many of you. It's going to be quick, but hopefully something that can just spark you guys to focusing on what you can control and letting all the other shit just wash away. And uh, I'm going to start off with a quote from James Clear here, uh, the author of the book Automatic Habits, which is actually a good read or a good listen and pick up. And the quote goes like this. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Your goal is your desired outcome. Your system is the collection of the daily habits that will get you there. This year, spend less time focusing on outcomes and more time focusing on the habits that precede the results. End quote. In layman's terms, to get to your goals, you have to focus on the day-to-day habits instead of just the end goal or the prize or the celebration or the thing, the carrot, you are chasing. It's the habits. That's what gets you to the end goals. It's the little things, the daily disciplines you do each day, which I'll touch on later on in the podcast. It was probably, you know, for me, 15 years ago or more at this point, when I started to introduce this to people, you're talking 10, 11, 12 years ago, when I learned and started teaching a similar philosophy here to all the people at Jeremy Scott Fitness who listen to our stuff, watch our stuff, follow our stuff, come here and train in person. And we actually put the quote on our walls. We throw it on t-shirts here. I say it all the time. You know, you just have to, you have to love the process. You do. You have to enjoy the journey. Uh, you have to embrace the suck of a lot of it at some point, but that's the key. You just have to enjoy the day-to-day you know joys and the day-to-day struggles honestly that's why we call it embracing the suck it's like we if, if i just focused on the results i wouldn't there's no way i would go through all the shit right like you have to fall in love with even the painfulness of it like i just got done doing split squats right and i talk about this all the time they suck and my wife is in here well for reference my wife never is around when i really train like we film stuff together, we might do Metcon things, but she's never around when I when I really go to my pain cave, right? Like when I swim out to my ocean of shit and when I'm living out there and she's like, oh my God, don't hurt yourself because she can hear me breathing and swearing and making these strange noises that she really never hears. And the point of me sharing that is I have to love the process of that. I have to embrace the suck, the burning and the pain and the sweating and the lack of oxygen you get when you're doing split squats. Because I can't just focus on building a great set of wheels and having my legs be strong and defined and look and move and feel the way I want them to. I'm never going to make it through the day-to-day if I only focus on that. I have to be just focused on the daily disciplines of getting there. Now, obviously, you know, James Clear's words are, are probably better than mine, but loving the process, enjoying the journey, embracing the suck is what I'm digging at. And when it comes to setting goals for most of you guys, whether it's in the new year or in our case right now in this new season of life that we're all locked down or all kind of sitting in, 
What I want to focus on is the day-to-day habits that are going to get you to your goals instead of just the goal itself. An example, we could use anything, right? We could use our finances, uh, especially now. If a lot of you guys are probably, you know, tightening up and things are going on, depending if, if your job is impacted. If it's your relationship, if you want to build more intimacy or, or more closeness, if it's you who are usually always at work traveling, you know, 50, 60, 100 days per year. If you're in the office 100 hours per week and now you're working at home. If it's, you know, having a, a tighter bond with your kids and your family, which I think is a great time to do for many of you guys out there. Or if you want to do something with your nutrition, if you want to do something with your sleep habits, with your drinking habits, with your eating habits, if it's you guys who, let's say you want to run a marathon this year, let's throw some out there, or do a triathlon, something like that. If you want to run a marathon this year, what could you start to do day to day to get there as opposed to not just focusing on the marathon? Let's say your marathon was planned for May, probably not going to happen. Let's say they push that thing to July or August. You focus on running, right? But how so? I would say running maybe every day for a certain level of increments or running every other day. In terms of nutrition, maybe cutting out processed foods on the day that you're working out, if not six days a week or all the days of the week, but if nothing else, cutting out the processed shit and the drinks and the alcohol and the things you used to abuse on your training days. Maybe integrating strength training into your program at least two to three days per week. And I would suggest doing two days a week of mobility, stretching, and active recovery. I would honestly say if you can do it every single day, that's ideal, like Netflix and stretch, Netflix and mobility. But if nothing else, commit to doing two days per week of mobility, stretching, and foam rolling. Now, again, that's not us just focusing on running the marathon, finishing the marathon, or having our marathon PR time. That's us focusing on the daily and the weekly routines that will allow us to finish the marathon. You see where I'm going with this? If you just focus on doing those four things each week for the next four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is, don't you think it's going to allow you to run that marathon a little bit less painful, maybe a little bit quicker, maybe a little bit more efficient? I can assure you that running a marathon isn't as far off as you guys think especially if you put in those small daily disciplines. Now, let's say you have no interest in running a marathon, which I honestly don't either. You guys who do it, respect. Even saying running a marathon gives me a certain level of anxiety. I would rather ski a marathon on the Concept 2 or row one before I would run one. In fact, uh, we've done things like that before. I have no interest in running one. I think it would take more than a year or two off my life, honestly, at this point. I'd have to at least drop below 200 pounds for sure because... My heavy ass, just it, I would be on the struggle bus real quick. But let's say you're listening to me and you say you want to lose your first 20 pounds and you're starting from scratch right now and you're at home and this is the time where you can dedicate that to your health, your fitness, your nutrition, your sleep, and your recovery. Or you want to lose the next 20 pounds or the last 20 pounds, if you will. I would focus on these habits each week as opposed to just the 20 pounds. A, fuck the scale. Let's just be crystal clear on that. Don't worry about the scale. If you're going to step on it, we have a whole podcast on this and why I don't love it. Stepping on it once per week is plenty and that would be more than enough for you guys. But if the goal is to drop the 20 pounds, right? What I would do, focus on your daily eating. Number one, track your food daily. My fitness pal is probably the easiest or tracking your food at least every other day to get some education and start to understand like what a banana is, what a half cup of oatmeal is, what eight ounces of chicken is, what what two tablespoons of peanut butter add up to be. Start seeing 
where all the calories and the proteins, carbs, fats, the macros, the sugars, the fibers are coming into your diet. So the first one, track your food daily or at least every other day to get started. Again, I'm not telling you you have to go all in on everything and go crazy. But again, if you have the time, now would be the time to make a massive change in the daily habits. Next one, if I was trying to drop 20 pounds, what would I do? Workout four to five times per week for sure. Dedicated workouts, at least three legit like full body Metcon workouts per week. And then the other couple days, go for a walk, ride your bike, hike, do a little bit more active recovery, heavy stretching, heavy mobility paired with a 15 minute walk in the sun to get some vitamin D. I think that would be ideal. Next, only go out to eat once per week or only have like one treat or cheat meal once per week. I would limit that to about a 60 minute window if you can. No more than that. I wouldn't, you know, tank a whole day. And the reason I say it because some people can crush 7,000 calories in a day, 3,000 calories in a day, 5,000 calories in a day of excess shit food, which puts them in a surplus for the entire week, meaning that that fat loss is going to stall or going to be very, very slow. So I'd pick one meal per week that you want to just enjoy and have. Typically post-workout on a higher activity day is probably ideal. And that's what I would do. I also would meal prep maybe one or two days for the week. If you're at home right now, this is a great opportunity to, you know, maybe meal prep two meals per day every single day, or at least have two saver meals in the fridge or in the kitchen. If things go crazy with your kids or or something happens where you might not have access to all the stuff you want, you know, you always have one or two meals packed and ready for you just in case to grab so you can stay on track with your goals. And right now, more than ever, I would sleep a minimum of seven hours per night. Now, I know a lot of people are stressed and they're going through some shit and they're having a hard time wrapping their brain around it. Trust me, you guys, I'm right there with you. Who knows what the fuck is really going on? But getting quality sleep is going to help you a heal, help you recover, help the hormones regulate. It's going to help the immune system. It's going to help your body get to a place of where it needs to get to. So I would sleep a minimum of at least seven hours per night. If nothing else positive has came from this shit right now, it's me having way more quality sleep. I've slept more in the last probably four days than I would usually sleep in, in probably a week because I can get to bed at the same time. I don't have to wake up quite as early. And even if my body naturally does, I'm naturally kind of up at 4 a.m., which sucks actually. Um, but me going to sleep at, you know, like say 8 o'clock and I don't have to be rushed when I get home from here and come home and send emails and da 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 I can get the things done earlier, so I'm sleeping at least seven to legit eight hours every single night, which has been ideal. My body physically feels the best it's ever felt. I don't have the same nagging injuries and things that are wearing me down. I don't have any brain fog. I just feel alert and awake and that I can crush the day. So if this is a chance where you guys can get some legit quality restorative sleep, please do that. That will aid you in your fat loss and weight loss more than you can ever imagine. So... If you want to achieve your goals, it's doing the little things right. And if you do the little things right, the big things tend to take care of themselves. Because at the end of the day, you guys, the little things in reality end up making the big things. And that's the secret people fail to grasp and fail to understand. If you do the little things right, the big things take care of themselves and the little things make up the big things. It's the small daily disciplines over time, even when you don't want to do it, even when it's not perfect, even when you're stressed, even when life sucks shit, you show up and you put in the work anyways. And if you can apply this tactic to your fitness 
or any goal that you have this year in your life, you'll accomplish more than you ever thought was possible. I can promise you this. And again, is it going to be easy? Hell no, it won't be easy. Um, And success is rarely ever a straight line. It has never been for me, and it probably won't be for many of you guys, but it's those of us that can get past, around, through, and just blast through the, the roadblocks of shit and kind of get through our problems up front. We're the ones who find happiness and success on the other end. So again, this is nothing else than just a basic rundown of you focusing on what you can control each day. Not worrying about, you know, the end goal in two months from now, three months from now, six months from now. We can't control that. We can only control each hour and each day and what we do each week to move the needle forward, to put ourselves in the best position to be successful and be healthy and be happy in all areas of our life. That's all this is. Just a little quick day-to-day habits chat that you guys can take and apply almost instantly. And so stop for a second. See what you can do right now today to move yourself forward. Whatever your goals are. And again, we're talking about this in our 47-day right now, kind of a conquering the divide worksheet, asking people where they are with their body, where they are with their relationships, where they are with their career and their finances, where they are today, and where they want to see themselves you know, in the future. And what can they do day-to-day to conquer the divide, to get from point A to point B? Because that's all we can control is each day. And the way that we think about it and how much perspective and gratitude we have every day moving forward. So any questions you guys have for me or any podcast requests, I am happy to answer them. If you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five-star. Leave a comment. I truly would appreciate it. If you're on your iPhone, scroll your finger all the way down. Five-star ratings and reviews. If you're on your MacBook or your iPad, literally just click the iTunes icon, five-star ratings and reviews. I truly would appreciate it. Share this with a friend or family member you think can help. It would mean the world to me. I thank you, you guys. We've got a ton of stuff coming to you on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, LinkedIn, and TikTok. Every platform we're basically blasting stuff out now like nobody's business to try to help you as best we can. But if you need something from me, shoot me a message via email, Instagram, or YouTube. I always reply, and I'm happy to help you any way I can. And until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.